And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Casanova calling from Orlando, Florida, on the new episode of my podcast, Good Wine and Great Laps. Today, we're going to have a great, great topic on what's going on in this country right now. I have a two great guests over here with me, two good friends. And also, you already opened a bottle of a nice wine, and the bottle's already empty. So we're good to go. And uh, let's know shortly what kind of wine we are drinking. And let's get this party started. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's start the introduction. Like I say, I'm Casanova. Some people ask me about to be more specific about who I am. And I'm originally from Brazil, been here in the United States since 1999. I live in Virginia for 14 years. And also, I'm a graduate from the wonderful Norfolk State University. Behold, they green and gold for all my Spartans out there. And now let's start with the introduction of my guest. And we have here to my right, my brother, brother Daryl. Go ahead, my brother. Hey, peeps, this is Daryl. I'm originally from Detroit, living here in Orlando, Florida. All right, and I also have the lovely lady here. Go ahead, tell who you are. It's your girl, Trace. I'm originally from Little Rock, Arkansas, and I live in Orlando. All right, Orlando represent over here. A lot of people out of the state, though, but we're here to do this great now podcast. So, like I say, ladies and gentlemen, now the topic is civil unrest in America. And one thing that I learned from one of my favorite professors in college that because you now if you know history, you know self. If you do not know history, you do not know know yourself. So a lot of people try to understand what's going on in America nowadays, but also. You need to be reflect on the foundation of this nation. You know, from the first European that came here, started in 1565 by the Spanish people, arrived in Augustine, Florida, from the British, and then from the other French that came over here and tried to conquer these lands. And the first settlement that was created here in the United States was in Virginia. The first settlement fell mysteriously in 1616, and also they brought in 1620, if I'm not mistaken, 1607, it was when the Jamestown in the Virginia colony was founded with 700 people by 1619. And also the first enslavement of Africans, they arrived, arrived in, I believe it was August of 1620, with approximately some Africans that were kidnapped by the Portuguese colonial first that sent the captured members to native Congo, and that's basically where it started, you know. And also, do cannot forget the genocide of the Native people, the Native Americans, because we are in America, and America is a stolen land. So you need to understand that. And unfortunately, some people forget about it. That you no, know, uh, and I hate when some people say, "Oh, get out of my country." And if you're not a Native American, I ask you always these people. Which Native American nation are you from? Are you Blackfoot? Are you Cherokee? I'll see you. 
So if you're not, you are immigrant like everybody else. Somebody from the European side came here, you know, some volunteer, you know, we black people were not volunteered to be here. No. Nobody by on a cruise ship for us to come over here. Basically, you were kidnapped. You came here against our will. Go ahead, brother Daryl. What you have to say about that? Again, this, we were stolen. And our history goes further back than slavery, which is the only thing that's taught in school. And unfortunately, we're still dealing with parts of slavery and it's really the slavery of our minds because we have not progressed as far as we should be able to progress but i think change is coming so we'll see all right talk to me sister patrice mm -hmm. tell me what you think baby girl yeah i echo off of daryl on what he said um that it was a stolen land and with everything that has happened since we were brought over here to really think like did we ever get time to heal did our ancestors get even time to heal no nope. that trauma is continuing on and on up exactly. until current day all right great 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 no comment comments and and like i say people and we just understand why we are not trying to be better when you say black lives matter it's not because you try to be better than anybody else because you know you're not but our lives matter. You know, just be recognized the contribution that we did to this country. Since the World War, everything that was required for an African descendant to be participate of the American dream, you know, the pursuit of happiness, we did. We participate in the Revolutionary War. We participate, you know, in the Civil War and the World War War for one. World War II, Vietnam War, anything that's, you know, hey, come and help us to be a better country, we were there. And plus, don't forget that you're denied our education, but it still prevail. We still create schools to make sure that we educate ourselves. And one thing has been denied, and we have doctors, we have science, you know, we have great, you know, if we go to the list of the contribution of African Americans to this nation, it's unbelievable. And at the end of the day, our ideas and everything else will not being stole by white people to make sure that they get the reward. You know what I'm saying? So what you think, Daryl, on that part? We have given so much to society the vacuum cleaner the air conditioner the iron so many things that we just have contributed that everybody uses and nobody thinks about it those again those things aren't taught in school you know it's all about what the white race has brought to this country and they say it's their country when it is not again, <laughs> what you said before, if you were not Native American, exactly. this is not That's your, your country. Exactly. You have stolen it. You have stolen this country. So none of us belong here unless we wanted to come here voluntarily. And the majority of African Americans, black people, people of color did not want to come here. We as Africans, we had our own... We, were, we come from royalty, kings and queens. We had our own religions, we had our own societies. 
and coming here, we were told those things are wrong. That's not the way you're supposed to live. You guys are savages. You should become Christians because the Christian way is the way to live. Well, now we see how the Christians really think about us in this day and time, right? You know, they're like, they, they, they hate us more than anybody else. But they, they, they say they love us, but they don't. They don't walk by faith. They don't walk like Jesus walked on this earth in love. It's all about judgment of others. If you're not doing what they do, you don't look like they do, then you're not, you're not right for society. And it's unfortunate that they're using the Bible as the Bible was used to um, say that slavery was okay. The Bible was used to, to say races shouldn't mix. You know, people will take a, a verse and they will change it and use it any way they want to to make it better for themselves. Exactly. So it, it's so many things that we've done. I can't you, I can't name them all. Well, I mean, even automatic transmission. Black man invented that. First open heart surgery. Dr. Vivian, remember that's a right. movie that was a matter of fact I was watching um Cooper Kevin Kevin Hart played him. Kevin Hart um, has a show on uh, Netflix about talking about the black history that he was start teaching. Mm -hmm. And that's a movie with um, Most Death that he played Dr. Vivian mm -hmm. that was the natural educator. And he's the one that had the surgery was done, the, 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 babe, the blue baby. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. He taught the white man how man. to do that thing. But because that's he was a black man, he they could did not, not everything. get recognition for exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Talk to me, Patrice. What you Ooh, think? I don't know how I can Oh, you better, honey. Yes, you can. Go ahead. Say Ooh. something, girl. Okay, let's add to these inventions, though. Okay, a black woman invented the call ID since we want to go modern. Mm. Hello? Black man invented the, 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 what's that water gun thing? Oh, the super soaker. The super soaker. Don't forget about the NASA ladies that was right, a little bit too. Right. You know, the mathematicals, you know. Yeah, yeah, there we go. You know, so it's all the same, man. Like I said, we we contribute a lot. And like I said, give me a piece of the pie. That's all you're asking for. Yeah. You know what I mean? We want to just walk on the street. We have no problem or no issue that be harassed about he comes the police. What should I do? Because like I say, we lift our hands, you got shot. You know, you knew, we got shot. You know, everything they do, you breathe. I can't even breathe. We get shot. Right. You know? right. <laughs> you know, Jesus, what can, what should I do right now? I mean, that, you try to all the ways. You try to all the ways. But you know what, man? You just can't get shot. Right. Give me a shot, you know what I'm saying? Because they feel that we are not worthy. I agree we with are, they feel we're not worthy. that. And on the other tip, this is a much bigger tip. By 2040, whites will be the minority. Hello? And, and that's what they are afraid, afraid of. of. That's why they're trying to get rid of us and kill us as fast as they can. That's the reason for those abortion laws, too. With really, we're not the ones that's over here having abortions. It's mm -hmm. really them. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Those white women don't want to have no babies. Right. <laughs> they trying to have their career pop off. Right, right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back shortly.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on this topic that we can continue to talk about what's going on in the civil matter of civil unrest in, in this country. But let's let you know what we're drinking today. Today, I opened a bottle of sweet Shiraz from this brand called Jam Jar. For those that like some red wine, but a little bit of sweetness, there's a perfect wine for you. It has a from South South Africa and it has 12.5% of alcohol. So for those that like to drink like I do, drink wine, don't give me a 5% alcohol because that to me that's Kool-Aid. I want to feel it. You know? <laughs> give me that feeling. That's what you want. You want that feeling. So on that note, let's go back to the serious matter of this podcast. You know. And continue to what we discussed earlier, you know, that's the way I see. Unfortunately, unfortunately, there's some of white people that are afraid of losing the majority because I truly believe that the main fear that some, not white, let me specify this, is not all white people, I know some great white people that are with the cause, down to the cause and recognize us as human beings and more kudos to you and I appreciate those that finally are opening their eyes to the reality of the black and brown suffrage in this country. But I think to me the main fear is that because the how much atrocities and things that the white race did to minorities. I'm talking about just the black. They do the Native Americans. They, they do immigrants, the Asians, immigrants that help to build the railroad, the Chinese immigrants, the, even between against white people. When the Irish came to America, they, they were Catholics. Now I have the Christian and against the white people, they're Catholic. But at the end of the day, they suffer discrimination too. Because it's at the fear that whatever they did to other races, once they become the minority, they think that we are going to do the same thing. That we're going to do the same thing that has done to us. You know, I have a post that I read. They go by the Bible that says, do unto others as you have them do unto you. Preach, so my brother. you've done all this to me, you automatically assume that I'm a threat. Hello. And I want the same thing to happen to you. But see, that's not what love is. Right. That's not how love works. And when you love humanity and you don't look at people, because if you strip everybody's skin off, we would all look the same. Just different sizes. That's it. I saw a picture one time. Was, to me, it spoke values on Facebook. It was two eggs. You have a white egg and a brown egg. But when they broke the egg, what was inside is the same thing. Yep. It is the same thing. Yep. You know, so to me, I think it was, and it was a post that I, I saw on my Facebook page that the guy said was somebody, I think I make a note here, but the, the post said that white people is the one that cause more atrocity in the whole world are the one to convince the world that black people are a threat. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we are not. I mean, of course, for like each, each, you know, community has this issue because believe me, you know, there's a whole lot of white people there and the no trailer park that doing drugs, heroin, cocaine, mm -hmm. and then all the you know, incest and, and, and you know, child abuse, molestation that going on. So like I said, each community, the Asians, each community has issues because you are human beings, period. 
You know, the difference, you know, your struggle and your issues can be different than mine, but the same token, you had a big head start. The government and the, the majority prevent everything they could do to block us for everything. Oh, don't let the Negro read, because if he didn't read and learn how to read, he's going to be educated. His mind's going to be expanded. So I want them to keep us be as dumb as possible. So whatever I say goes, because we have no knowledge. And unfortunately, some of us in our, in our community have just fed into that. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And I got 100%. I'm not going to be anything anyway. I might as well just hang out here in the streets. I'm going to make more money doing selling drugs and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you might, but you may not live as long, which is what they don't want you to do anyway. And another thing too that I, I heard that a doctor came to America, they say, "Oh my God, you try to you know, talk like a white boy." No, I'm trying to be educated. You know, one thing that I learned from my mother, my mother has only fourth grade education. Okay, my mom was struggling in Brazil to make sure they have a, now a roof on top of my head, have food on the table, and she pushed me to give my education. Yeah, it's I like a couple times, you know, when I was school growing up, being a kid, my mom would smack me around to make sure, you know, folks get, get on track. But once I came to America and I had the opportunity to go to school and I was accepted to go to Norfolk State and our HBCU, you know, opened my mind because I said, man, we have so much to learn about it own, yes. about our us, mm-hmm. you know, and I love history, you know, and I was watching a documentary about this, I don't know if you guys heard about this king, he was a travel hunter, he was Mansa Musa, that has a hot gold, he have a caravan of 600 camels mm-hmm. that went all the way to Egypt. This man, on nowadays, if you, th- you think like the, the owner of Amazon, Basil, yeah. or our... He don't have one 1% of the money that Mansa Musa had in gold. He doesn't have 1% in today's money. He was walking to thing and throw money in gold mm-hmm. on the street. Mm-hmm. That caused a crash of the gold market. Wow. They tried to overprice everything, you know, and they said, okay, I got this one charming, like this bottle of like, water mm-hmm. for $20,000. I got the gold home. Bam! I got this. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do now? Because I got money, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So like I say, our history is rich. You know, our history is rich. Unfortunately, through and the image that portrayed by the people in power, that you are, you no, know, you are a bunch of savage, you know? And like I say, let's go talk about also our brother, you no, know, Bozeman, Chad Chadwick Bozeman mm-hmm. that passed away. And then to me, I was watching, does anybody watch the ABC special? Last night, you know, basically they played Black Panther, mm-hmm. and then no no commercial, and then also they had um, the tribute for him. And that movie, you know, spoke, spoke volumes because unfortunately, all that you see in the in the media and everything about us is the negative of it's bad to be black, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But how one time is bad to be black if you raise me my history? Right. You gave my name to Toby instead of Kunta Kinte. We right. cut my food, you know, mm-hmm. and raised my mm-hmm. everything about us. Took my daddy from me and put him with another family, which to me, it's almost genetically in us for black men to leave the family. And I think, I honestly believe that comes from slavery because that's what we were taught. 
when when the father would be taken out of the home to and sold because he was a buck and they needed him to, they, they wanted to buy him so he would sire and like you do a cow or a pig all the other slaves in another plantation so he would have to leave this family and, and go start another family somewhere else and unfortunately if you look at it that has been part of our existence for a very, very long time. But it won't change until you recognize that. As Maya Angelou said, when you know better, you do better. But you gotta wanna know better. You gotta wanna know better. If you don't wanna know better, then your existence is gonna stay the same and nothing's gonna change. Exactly. Talk to me, Patrice. Get it hot, huh? Preaching. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the way, baby? You know what I'm I was talking about good wine and good conversation, great laughs. Go ahead. It's crazy you talk about how they separate the man from his family. But what about the black woman? Mm -hmm. She breastfeeding their kids. That's true. She cooking y'all meals. She doing your laundry. But then when it comes to our family, we don't have the energy enough to take care of our own. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about the Wheeling Leach ladder? Yeah. Okay, so we had this study when I was in college about that. We have a panel in school, and the, the professor of the black history, he'd make his search and everything else, and he told us that historically there's no documentation about this dude, William Lynch, that existed, but the methodology of this lyric, how to you know, break a slave, just like you break a horse. There's no historical documented. And go back, <laughs> let, let's separate the man. And then goes, this idea goes until section eight on this today. The single mother tries to raise, but they cannot have a man in the house. Mm -hmm. Because the man's in the house to help her raise the family, she's going to lose the benefit yep. of the help. Yep. The movie, Claudine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yep. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like I said, they, they, everything they try to do, you know, to be, to be better, and everything has been raised. And to keep the family separated. separated exactly to keep young black men with no male role models no reference the role models that they see they're in videos they got benzes and bentley's and all this stuff that none of us can really afford the average person can't afford that no. black white yellow brown it don't matter the majority <laughs> of us cannot afford that so they're looking at a reality that's not real so that's why they, that's that's what they want to aspire to because they don't have someone. Fortunately, my mom, my mom was a single mom, and she was the baby girl out of eleven. All my uncles took time with me and taught me something. Just spent time with me, so that I had those role models. My grandfather, his parents were slaves. He was born in slavery. When he went out on his own and married my grandmother, he decided that he didn't want to be a sharecropper. This was in Arkansas. He, he worked and bought his land. Wasn't many black men back in the early 1900s or late 1800s buying their own property. He bought that property, he built a farm, and not only did he raise his kids, but he also fed families, other families that were in need. That was unheard of back then. Mm. So then I hear my uncles come, they have their own businesses and they working a job. They're getting educated. Our family's all about education. 
Unfortunately, I didn't get that tip. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you missed the cut, huh? I missed that tip. You know, I was too, so I mean, I, I went to school, but you know, I was too busy partying. Western Michigan University, too busy partying, so I had to go home. And then Reagan cut the Pell Grant program, so yeah, I had I had to go home. But anyway, I digress. It takes black men to reach down and reach out to these young black men. It don't matter if they say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, da 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 Stay the course. Exactly. And show them, hey, this is what you can have. This is how you can be. But unfortunately, we get busy. We have our own families. And unfortunately, I don't know what, and I, it may go, go back to slavery also. When you look at Asian families, you look at Indian families, you look at white families, you look at all these other families outside of the African American race, Mexicans, they will have 10 families in one house while they're all trying to get themselves together to move out and buy another house. Now, now, like I said, you open just another can of warm because on that route that we just say right now, if you pay attention to what happened in history, everybody, like I said, when the, the, the Jewish Guy finally decided with the nigger. They got some money mm. from the, the atrocity yeah. of mm. the genocide. Mm. Yeah. When the the Japanese, that was a Japanese, no, immigrants that came in here, mm. that the camps, they got some money. Mm. You know, the white people didn't slave after the Civil War. That they lost their slave. Guess what? They got some money because they lost their slave. Mm -hmm. But until this day, when to talk about the reparation of for black people for everything they lost, mm -hmm. oh, it's an issue. Oh right. no, don't you give them right, one right, to right. these niggers because they're going crazy. You You're know, right, you right, can't right. do that. Mm -hmm. You cannot do that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be a quick break right now. It's going to be about two minutes and we're going to be right back. Final segment of this podcast that to me is being very educational, very informative. And now let me ask a question to you, Tris. What can I do now to change the situation in this country? What can we do as black, brown, minority people to make a change for the following year? We just gotta keep pushing. Don't stop. Get it, get we, it. We keep like we can keep educating them. But then within themselves, white people got to say, the allies have to say to others, we need to listen to them. We Spread need to the word. for them. Spread the word. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you no, know, I can't stress enough, voting, though. Voting. Yes, we have so. to vote. You know, we have to vote. Because, unfortunately, everything, if you do not, oh, my vote doesn't count. It does count. If your vote did not count, believe me, no Republicans would not do anything to block a vote. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because they know when we vote, we move mountains. 
And the agenda they're going to do is for all people. And that's what they want. They do not want all people to be equal. Even though the law, no, um, like the, uh, Dr. Rivers say, just practice what's in the Constitution. That's why you're asking for. Mm -hmm. Whatever's in the Constitution, make it equal to everybody, not for a small percentage of Americans. Mm -hmm. Those that are wealthy, those that got money. It's for everybody. Right. And I agree with Cohen 100%. You know, I, I make a post on the first one, go back to voting because I'm a vote early. I know we have the sentence that to me is a piece of crap governor. He always, <laughs> he is. He always starts to hire him. He always, he can't do nothing, make any Nothing without Trump. Exactly. That's my point. So I know for sure that he tried to put that hand on the voting. So I go once, I waited for receiver mail, a letter in the mail to say, voting, early voting started because of the first week, I'll be right there, show my ID and make sure that my vote is coming. Period. That's all you can do. No. I what? think if you can stand in line for a chicken sandwich, you oh, can absolutely, absolutely, to go vote. <laughs> Period. <laughs> exactly. No. Period. <laughs> you know, you can run to Walmart on on whatever that Black Friday, and you standing in line. It takes longer to get that that fifty inch TV than it does to vote. So You're right, it doesn't make any sense to have an excuse not to vote. I have I have a friend that that said because of the last four years and and how our political system has just been drugged through the mud, she doesn't want to vote. And I just listened to her and I said, okay, well, that's your choice. I hope you change your mind because it is a personal thing and she's my age. So I don't. There's nothing for me to really tell exactly, her. Exactly right. You know what I'm saying. Just up for a long so time. I'm like, you know what? Some shit. You know, there there has to be a change because people are tired. Yes. They're tired of all this crap that we've seen over the last four years. I saw this this uh, post the other day. It was like, you know, how many times uh, was how many people in Obama's administration? Got indicted. Nobody. Right now I'm counting zero. Zero. Okay. Nobody. Right now I'm counting zero. The right. biggest scandal that Obama had was that he wore the tan suit. He wore a beige suit the, for Easter. <laughs> the tan suit for the the car press conference. Right. That was the main thing. And then and I the brother looked good in it. Exactly. Okay? It didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. Like, and wow. the second thing too, when the happened, two people died in America. Right. Right. The Republicans went crazy. Oh my God! Two Americans die. This is outrageous. Now he's the worst president. We have over right. hundred eighty thousand Americans right. that die right now. But right. oh no, it's, don't worry about it. It is what it is. It is what it is. Like I say, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't make any sense, man. It doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense. No. Okay, let's say we're about to go to the final thoughts. Patrice, go ahead, baby girl. Tell me what's on your mind as your final thoughts. I'll come back to you later. Go ahead, brother. You go ahead. My final thought is we have to stay the course. We have to stay strong. You have to get out and vote. Not just for the presidential elections, well, all but for elections. all elections, local, state, every election. Your school board. Mm -hmm. So you know who's putting putting the books in your school for your kids. It all is encompassed in what in your rights. I know sometimes we think that no matter what we do, we can't get ahead. 
But as long as you keep that mindset, you won't get ahead. Because whatever you put out there in the universe, that's what's going to come back to you. So if you're putting out negativity, that's what's going to come back to you. Absolutely. So, you, I mean, remember, we as African Americans, we're royalty. We're, we, we have a lineage of kings and queens. And don't forget who the hell you are. Because they have tried and tried and tried to keep us from knowing our power, mm-hmm. who we are, and where we come from. So remember that. Study research who you are your lineage all that Absolutely. learn about yourself all right ready give a good one <laughs> you better say something <laughs> okay i'm gonna just say this to our allies don't stay don't get complacent if you see something somebody is saying something speak mm-hmm. on it mm-hmm. call it out there's no more being quiet and meek and saying, oh, I'm just going to let it go. No, call it out. It's time to call these racists out. Absolutely. It's time to put them out on Front Street. Mm-hmm. We're done. Even if it's your family. Hello? Because we're tired and we're fed up. All right. And my final thoughts, like I say, ladies and gentlemen, like I say, you're not trying to be better than nobody, but you want our recognition as the human, our rights. You have the God-given right of having a great life on this earth. And then one thing that I learned from college that like that three things that we represent on this. First is our, our who, our family, any institution that you are a member of it, you know, and any group such as you no know, sorority or whatever it is, we represent all these three 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 groups over here. So, you know, now it's time to represent our power in voting. You know, they we're gonna show how we're gonna change poor people. No, black people, brown, white people that are going to change. This country here can be better. We can do better. Because four more years of Trump, believe me, it's going to be hell on earth. It's going to be a civil if war. If you think it's going to be a civil war, mm-hmm. if you think that it's, it's hard right war. now, that's not I was just watching the news earlier in you know, Pennsylvania. There's a lot of people that think about it, about to be evicted. You know, it's just getting crazy. And, and he's the president. It doesn't make any sense. It's not like he's a candidate and there was Obama doing all this. He's the president right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying vote, 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 and bring up, you no. Know, like I said, the guy that have an issue, bring a mama, hide the mama, hide the, your girlfriend. No, now bring a mama, bring a boyfriend, bring a girlfriend to the voting booth and game make change. I appreciate your time, everybody. Thank you, brother Daryl. Thank you, Patrice, my love, you know, for to be here on my podcast. And you are closing up and start working on the next podcast. I have a couple notes, but I'm not going to say the title right now. But it's coming sometime next week. I appreciate the time and goodbye.